or I should say a great weekend. Probably Friday to Sunday, that's when I saw most of the intense stuff that I saw this weekend. Uh, I do want to shout out, before I get into anything, that I watched the first three episodes of uh, Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities, mm-hmm. and it's it's good. It's exactly what I thought it was nice. going to be, um, and it's you know it's it's just a horror anthology that's really like it's fun. I think that's the biggest thing. Like you don't leave going like Ugh, I feel weird yeah. about that. It's like it's just fun. So check that I'm out. Curious. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll start here on the horror stuff because you know October <laughs> just wrapped up, so might yeah. as well. Uh, I checked out this movie that I'd heard some buzz about. I think it premiered at Sundance and then hit Shudder because they got it got acquired at Sundance for Shudder. And it's this movie called Resurrection, mm-hmm. starring Rebecca Hall and Tim Roth, which I think mm-hmm. I've mentioned before, but I didn't know too much about. And so I checked it out. And this is an incredible but really, like, upsetting movie, which hmm. a lot of the ones that I see on Shudder are like that. But, you know, this isn't a movie where... It makes you feel good towards the end. Basically, it centers around a woman who is raising her daughter as a single mom and is confronted by a mysterious figure portrayed by Tim Roth from her past, which dredges up a lot of trauma and unresolved Mm. issues. And as the movie kind of goes forward, you start to understand what happened between them. And then there's this big monologue break in the middle where she just unloads on one of her coworkers about the whole situation in this, like, I think single shot unbroken take, which is mm-hmm. just like outstanding. Rebecca Hall is like, yeah. remains one of the more underrated actors working today. especially in stuff like this. And it is just like masterfully done all the way around. It's suspenseful. It's, it's like disturbing. It's, it, it feels like a realistic situation though, that someone Mm. could be in until like, like towards the third act, it gets a little bit more absurdist, but in a good way, like you didn't watch men, right? The Garland movie. No, not yet. No. I don't know that you're going to enjoy men very much, but this is very much in a similar vein as men. Not not as absurdist, but it's it really leans towards what's real and what's not real sure. when you're thinking about stuff. And I really love that because toward at the very end you're kind of left with what am I supposed to feel about her situation? Is she out? Is she not out? Are we supposed to find some catharsis at the end here? And I'm not necessarily sure that you're supposed to. But I would say if you like this kind of film, it is really, it's like half a domestic drama about a mom and her daughter trying to make it work. Mm-hmm. And then half this like trauma story about some horrific event in her past coming back to literally haunt wow. her in real life. And Tim Roth is just, I mean, Tim Roth's amazing. Always amazing, yeah. Uh, and, and this is no no exception. And both of them together, it's just like this pairing of people who are just like, just so good at what they do and they're they're showing it all off in this movie. So check out Resurrection. It's on Shutter right now. Um, so you know if you have Shutter, you know it's five bucks a month. You can do the free trial. Watch yeah. it. There's a ton of good stuff on there. It seems like a, a requirement if you're a horror buff. A hundred percent. I mean, like, yeah. why not? Like, get rid of Netflix and just get Shutter. Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> Another movie that I want to shout out here uh, is a movie that I saw in place of Triangle of Sadness. So I told you last week I was going to mm-hmm. go see Triangle of Sadness. I decided against that just because I realized that Park Chan-wook's new movie, Decision to Leave, yeah. also came out and was 
playing at the AMC in Boston Common. So I was like, you know, I just I haven't seen the Park Chan Wook movie in forever. And this is another banger of a movie, man. This is uh, it's another like Korean detective kind of psychological thriller yeah. drama style film, but it really deals with um, like perception and also like it really dives in deep with relationships and. I don't even know how to describe it. But basically, it follows this detective who's trying to unravel this plot of a man who mysteriously dies, or it's not so mysterious at first, but it becomes more mysterious as the movie kind of moves on, and he makes friends with the deceased man's wife, and things just kind of start to unravel from there. It's yeah. really, again, I mean, if you've seen Park Chan-wook's movies, it's very like cerebral. Like You're like, sure. okay, what's going on here? And that's very much the style of movie as well. I also loved how it's clearly contemporary and they use smartphones and specifically Apple Watches mm -hmm. like as a pivotal set piece, I guess, in these movies where it's like like they're using tracking, they're using the notes app. Like it's very much a part of this movie where certain things are told through like voice memos, which yeah. is really interesting. And it's all um, like Apple branded apps and everything. It's not, but like I think, I'm, I can't, I honestly don't even remember now. I don't think it was. But not that, it, like I'm saying, there's like yeah, like like product Apple, placement. Yeah, not yeah. product placement per se, but like no, specifically no, Apple I, items. Not necessarily. No, I think some of them were like Google items, but nice. uh, but it is beautiful. It is like very haunting. It is heartbreaking in a lot of different ways, and it's just a really really solid movie. It's long, so I will give you that, and it feels long. But you're kind of so wrapped up in what's going on. Yeah. That's not wild. But you're just so wrapped up in what's going on. I was literally on the edge of my seat going, like, what's going to happen next? And it's another movie that leaves you kind of unsatisfied with where things, like, went. Yeah. But in a good way. It makes you think after you leave the film. So, hmm. highly recommend checking out Decision to Leave. If it's playing anywhere near you, please check it out. It's an amazing movie. And before I just drone on more, do you have do you have anything that you've seen this week, Willis? I have a few things. Um, one that this is like the most whiplash transition ever, but like one nice. I, I just want to mention because I hit play on it out of pure curiosity because it was like the Halloween time of time of day. Okay. Um, I watched that Adam Sandler movie, Hubie Halloween, Hubie Halloween. Yes, now, this even, is one of the Netflix produced. Yeah, one, Netflix specific yeah. like. <laughs> like all I can say is good on Adam Sandler that like he's just hanging out with his friends making whatever yeah and getting paid millions of dollars for it yeah you know what I mean like the movie is, I won't I don't now remember parts of the plot <laughs> sure. I remember like <laughs> a couple of the people in it and that's about it but it's like hey he's but got this deal that's what he's doing like yeah. Good good on you, mate. You know, like I would say two out of five stars for it, but like Sure. It's the quintessential like early two thousands throwaway comedy. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like It's like grown ups. Yeah. Well, it's it's like like little Nicky or like uh, uh okay. you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. like these just what's the oh, one boy. where he gets the kid? Uh he gets the kid? Oh, um uh Big Mr. Daddy. Deeds? Oh, or Mr. Deeds, perfect. Yeah, it's like the, yeah. it's it's like I mean, we just named three Adam Sandler movies that are <laughs> exactly the same kind of thing that I'm like pitching here. So it's like 
I guess it's what like he's always 300 been doing. million. Dollars. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, it's, it's fine. Um, but yeah, so good on you for that. Um, the sure. thing I really want to talk about this week okay. is I watched a movie from 2013 uh, at the recommendation of my brother-in-law, shout out John, mm. a movie called Coherence. Do you ever see this movie? There's nobody really that you'd know in it. The only Coherence. person really that you'd know or that I knew was um, Nicholas Brennan. I don't even recognize um, that name. Z- Xander from Buffy. Oh, okay. That's okay. like literally the only thing, the only person I recognize in it. Um, I've seen this cover. So the premise is a bunch of friends gather for like a dinner party and there's a comet going overhead. There's a comet like passing the earth overhead. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, it's so hard to even like put together how to say what happens. Basically the power goes yeah. out. And, like, they get thrown into this, like, weird parallel world kind of thing. It's a very, like, trippy, mind-intensive, like, sci-fi kind of movie. Okay. Where there's, like, other groups of them out in the world. And, like, it becomes this whole thing of, like, are you the you from my group or the you from this other group it's very bizarre but it's really well done it's like a super super small movie mm-hmm. i think they made it for like 50 grand it's like oh, wow. and you can t- cuz like they never leave the house I like if you. they're ever not in the house it's they're in this other version of this house gotcha it's really it's like i think it's like 100 minutes you know it's like just over an hour and a half long like mm-hmm. but it's really really good and it's it's one of those ones where i kept pausing it with my wife going Okay, so wait, so this, that's that person. Mm-hmm. So like that means that that is, you know. Um, I gotcha. Okay, okay. So it's really like a you you have to be paying attention. <laughs> like, yeah, well, you will. It'll suck you in, and you'll be like, okay, yeah, wait, I want yeah. to understand exactly what's going on here. I would say, sure. um, don't watch the trailer before. Just go into it because okay. the trailer is very clearly like cut in a way to try and market this as something that it's not. Uh, um, and I went in like cold without seeing the trailer because my brother-in-law recommended it. Okay, but it's uh, it's really good. It's on Prime. It's on Peacock for free. If well, if oh, you subscribe yeah. for Peacock, but okay, um, yeah, directed oh, by uh, James Wor- James Ward Barrick, I think. Uh, okay, the guy who wrote Rango. <laughs> random okay yeah go That's for pretty it good. um <laughs> rank goes awesome yeah you know like his, one of his first directing credits he's like one of those guys that's been in everything forever you know right um so i don't know cool it was coherence. It, was, it was good coherence okay. um and then the other one i want to i want to talk about and i'll try and be briefer uh is i watched the greatest beer run ever Ah. Zach Efron, finally. I've been meaning to hit play on that one for a long time. Where did you find that? Actually? It's on Apple. It's an oh, Apple exclusive. Oh. Okay, I gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's good. It was hesitant good. The best I can say is the script kind of writes itself into a corner. Mm. So the premise of the whole thing is this: it's during Vietnam. It takes place yeah. during the Vietnam War. Uh, this guy, played by Zach Efron, decides to go to Vietnam to bring the troops fighting a beer to like thank them for their service. And like, he's, you know, 
there's scenes where he's very anti like protesters like who are like you know the whole movement of the of the vietnam war sure. um, and you know like in bringing beers to all these guys in vietnam he like gets exposed to the reality of vietnam and you know that kind of oh, whole thing yeah. and like you can kind of there's like really only one way that the script's gonna go um sure. And they mostly land the plane, but um, okay. Zach Efron's really fucking good in it. Okay. Um, the only thing I'll say is it it doesn't have the same impact that other Vietnam movies have had. Mm. Like, I feel like we're a little far removed from vietnam at this point for it sure. to hit in the same way that like apocalypse not that like it's going to be apocalypse now but like right but- um in the way that like um know, good morning vietnam or um rescue dawn born on the fourth of july uh, full metal mm. jacket deer hunter ah. is the one i was trying to put my finger there on good call um but yeah like so like those are all really intense and really like war is hell kind of stuff and this kind of reaches for that but doesn't quite land it it feels like someone telling the story of vietnam that they heard from someone telling their story of vietnam which is like what it is like the greatest beer run ever is like based on a true story like there's photos of all the guys at the end Um, right but i don't know it was it was fine it was fun you know um well, I was gonna say like the the trailer made it seem a little bit more lighthearted than something that is trying to show like the horrors of war would be. Yeah, Although, who knows? Like well, it could take a turn towards the. It's end. very much like uh, I mentioned Good Morning Vietnam, mm-hmm. in that like it's pretty comedic for the most part. I mean, it's Peter Farrelly. Sure. Um, it's pretty comedic, and then like it has that turn of like, oh yeah, you're in a war zone. Right. Whereas like Good Morning Vietnam, that gets like really fucking dark. Um, Yeah. This one is kind of like it gets dark and it gets like. Like distressing, but yeah, I don't know. It doesn't quite land what it's trying to trying to give you. But right. And when it's about Vietnam, which, like you said, is so far removed at this point, it's like I I understand. But I'm wondering, like, if something like I haven't watched it yet, but uh, All Quiet on the Western Front, I'm sure is much more. Like this stuff sucks, yeah. You know, versus like, oh, it's kind of like an adventure tale, yeah. you know, type of thing. Well, yeah, and like Western Front is all about like actually people in the shit, whereas this guy's like, right. I mean, he like he works as a um, oilman on like freighters, so that's how he sure. gets to Vietnam. He like signs up for a ship that's going to Vietnam, and like, okay, you know, it, like it's all a little nuts, you know. And he's right, just got right. like his duffel full of <laughs> PBRs. Um, oh my god! <laughs> yeah, and like, there's a couple okay. of suspend your disbelief, but overall, pretty good. And like, I, I'm okay. dude. I was like, Zach Efron made Zac it. Zach Efron. Me. If it wasn't Zach Efron, I'd have been like, uh, I don't know how much I'm getting through this. You know, this we're gonna have to talk about Zach Efron a little more because his career has been very interesting, to say the least. <sighs> I could talk about him for an hour. Like, uh, we could I, do a full pod on. I was Zac talking. <laughs> I was talking to my wife about it, and I was like, he's he's. A really, really good fucking actor who has terrible taste in movies. He just can't pick the right. He's just like, I want to be a DJ. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is arguably one of his better movies. I mean, go for it, man. Like you crazy. know, like, but I, yeah, I, he'll, yeah. he'll, he'll hit something where he's like, ah, I think I want to try something yeah. here and he'll absolutely he, crush it. You know what? 
and I disagree morally with this, but he was so good in the Ted Bundy series, mm. which I think had something a lot deeper under the surface for him to like latch onto. Yeah, and I was like, that he's he's got something, you know. But yeah. then he never expanded upon that with anything else of merit. So it's just like, ugh. okay, we'll see. I haven't finished Gold yet. I f- started that movie. I haven't, was just, I haven't done gold yet either, yeah. It was just too slow for the time of night that I was like in, <laughs> yeah. so I was like, I'll, I'll come back to this. But I, I do want to finish that, because maybe that's maybe that's it. You know, Maybe it's the movie that's like, oh my God. Well, I feel like it'll be something that like when he's in his like late 40s or something, yeah. and he has that like borderline midlife crisis, you know, and he goes, I right. want to <laughs> sink my teeth into something. Right, um, when he's in his Bradley Cooper era. You know? Yeah, yeah. There that's hilarious. All right, well, I'll probably end up checking that out at some point. Um, it's worth it. It's fun. It looks you know? good, yeah. Yeah. Nice, like, relatively easy watch. Yeah. Um, Especially if you know you, it's not going to get too fucking, like... Right. You're not going to, yeah. like, <laughs> be depressed by the end. Yeah. Oh, God. You got anything else to... I do. I have two things that Hit I'll me. go relatively quickly through. Um, the first one, mostly because I want you to see these movies and I don't want to talk too much about them sure. uh went to the theater three times this weekend the f- one, the one of them was decision to leave the other one of the other ones was uh the banshees of Inna sharon which oh. i also saw in boston you gotta see this movie man this I'm, movie is i'm dying already absolutely incredible um and i'm not like as big of a martin mcdonough like uh, I don't know as much about his filmography as you do and i definitely sure. haven't seen as many of his movies as you have he only has this like gives five me a- Oh, okay. Well, then maybe I yeah, haven't he's seen them got, all. Yeah, <laughs> he's got In Bruges, Seven Psychopaths, Three Billboards, and I think that's it. Well, oh, and I, then this? Yeah. Wow. Okay, so then I've seen all of them. Never mind. <laughs> uh, director. Yeah, those are his five. Well, oh, and okay. his original short, Six Shooter. But he was a he was a big-time playwright beforehand. I gotcha. Okay, uh, which makes a lot of yeah. sense, especially with this movie, because... Very, it's basically all dialogue. It's very quaint. It's very simple, but only in the construction of like the story. Mm-hmm. Everything else is very complex. Like, you know, it's it's Colin Farrell, Brendan Gleeson, Kerry Condon, Barry Keown, like just like all the best Irish actors you can think yeah. of. And it takes place on the island of Inisherin, which is just off the coast of Ireland. And it basically is about, if you've seen the trailer, about two friends who become not friends anymore after Brendan Gleeson's character basically decides not to be friends with Colin Farrell's character. There's a whole bunch of like nuance and character development that goes into that. But what got me about this movie was the tone. I can't pinpoint his tone down Mm -hmm. because this movie was so hilarious. Like Mm -hmm. everyone, and I'm glad I saw it in Boston because it was like tons of people were in the theater. Like it wasn't like AMC where like nobody was there. It wasn't like assembly where no (laughs) one was there. Um, and people were drinking and having a, a great time. On NBA, on yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was like it was so funny, but it was dark. Like he he mixes tones yeah. very, very masterfully. So you can't really pinpoint what's what you should be feeling in a moment. You just feel things. Yeah. And I loved that. Mostly dialogue, mostly just like two people in a scene just talking to each other about stuff. Very simple. Again, it's like there's nothing complex about what's going on except for what's happening with the characters. And it's internal what's what's complex. What's yeah. going on in Colin Farrell's head? What's going on in Brendan Gleeson's head? I firmly believe a- those two. Like we, we've talked before about like muses of directors. Oh, yeah. Like those two are like 
A hundred percent. Built for Mark McDonough. I mean, and not just like because they're Irish, but like they understand something him. there that just yeah. like fits. Yeah. I can't wait for you to see this. I'm not going to say anything else about it. It's it's an it's an incredible movie. One of my favorites of the year by far. Um, so check it out. Maybe if you, I don't know if it's playing anywhere near you, but if it is, I it's just a really good time. Um, <laughs> but you can also watch this at home. It wasn't one where I was like, I need to be in the theater for this. Sure. You know. Unlike the next movie that I'm going to talk about, which is uh, Todd Field's movie Tar, which I saw as well this weekend, Uh, which is, in my opinion, a literal masterpiece. This movie is absolutely unbelievable in every sense of the word, and Kate Blanchett will most certainly get an Oscar nom. Like, it's just no question. She should win for this. Really? For this role. This is complete understanding of a character that I have not seen this year yet. Like she is Lydia Tarr. Basically this movie is about, um, it's a fictionalized biopic about this lesbian composer, Mm -hmm. Lydia Tarr, who is wrapped up in scandals and all of these things. And it's, it's just a really unique character study on someone that you wouldn't necessarily think about when it comes to this type of stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but is just, like extraordinary in like every way the filmmaking the acting the story the dialogue i mean there are i talk about cinematography all the time but there are entire scenes that take place within one static shot where it's just her talking to an interviewer or her but there's also scenes that take place in one shot that's mo- the camera's moving yeah. you know around the entire room constantly like the whole first 20 minutes is one shot where it's just like her talking and it's like absolutely unbelievable and it's it's an overwhelming but it's a very genuine movie and it also asks a lot of the viewer and i think it's going to be divisive because depending on where you land on the scale mm-hmm. you might think one thing or the other about the ending of this movie and who she is as a person i mean i could see people thinking that she is like yes this is the person like this is exactly yeah. how this should be going versus you know it's just a very polarizing type of movie um, if you've seen the trailers it, it's very clear um but man yeah i'm de- uh <laughs> worth seeing in the theater for the that was my thought for the sound the sound and the cinematography yeah. was like just dominating like everything mm. about this movie was just like i was glued and this is not this is the longest movie i saw this weekend it's like 2 hours 40 minutes and i was glued to the yeah. screen for the whole time like edge of my seat every single everything Nina Haas is in this movie. She's amazing. Mark Strong is in this movie. He's pretty good as well. It's just a, it's it's it is a masterpiece in my opinion. Wow. Um, and it will m- most definitely be up for screenwriting, uh, for best film. And I'm talking about the Oscars, obviously. Sure. Best picture, uh, director, most likely. It's just it's one of those movies. And I would be curious to see what you think of it because it's. Yeah. Uh, it was so funny because as I as I was getting up to leave, or actually as the movie ended. The three people who were sitting in front of me, who I didn't know, turned to me, and we all just like stared at each other for a beat, and then we all just like turned away and left. Like it was one of those movies where we're all like, I could tell that we all had different reactions to what we just saw, and I think they were wondering if I had the same reaction. But I was like ear to ear grinning, and I think the guy was like, I don't really know what to make of that. (laughs) And I was like, that was great. Oh, this guy. (laughs) So, um, please check out Tar. It Has is. it really been? Was his last? Was Todd Field's last movie really Little Children in two thousand six? I 
think so. Wow. Yeah. Which I'm like, hey, coming back real fucking strong, my guy. Uh, and again, Kate Blanchett is just uh, like immaculate. It's it's yeah. unbelievable what she does in this movie. So check out Tar. Check out Banshees. T- check out everything we've talked about today. Um, except for Hubie Halloween, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can pass on that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>